You are listening to We Woke Up Like This. I'm Reverend Joya. And I'm Reverend Celia. And we We are loyal to loving and supporting soul awakening in every human being. Hello, gloriously beautiful human beings. This is Reverend Joya, here to help you live your best five. And this is Reverend Celia, the Global Love Ambassador. We are so happy to be back together in the studio. We've been on a little vacation. Let's talk about all the stuff. There's so many juicy things happening here in the studio and in life. The Keys to the Kingdom were the last chapter that we did on uh, Way of Mastery. And I uploaded a chapter last week on shadow work and then realized I uploaded the wrong podcast episode. Well, <laughs> so I was everything's like, always hmm. in divine order. And so it's really about trusting the process. And I think this is part of the process of the process. We're expanding. And yes. so there's an expanded awareness yes, that yes, comes yes. with the process. <laughs> but I love that you said expansion because that's exactly where... When when Celia says expansion, and if I may speak for you briefly. Yeah, well, we've had the whole conversation yeah. offline. So this is beautiful because it brings it present to this now moment. The expansion has been occurring not only within my own, you know what, not even like calling it soul growth because my soul is fine. I'm going to say the soul doesn't grow. The, the soul, soul doesn't need to grow. Is. The soul yeah. is perfect. And so the growth has really been in my own heart expansion Yes, and my capacity to love myself, forgive myself, trust myself, heal my traumas and allow more of my nafsha to flow into me and through me has been my expansion. And then of course, business expansion has just been crazy. Yeah, we're, we've been on it. Joy has been on it. I've been in it. We're, we're doing it. So grateful. <laughs> Me too. And I'm, you know, last time we talked about the feeling of being a, how we both don't like to be, use the word healer. No. Because it's really only a person individually who does their own healing, but also how to stand in that energy when someone is really applauding of you. I don't yeah. know if you remember this conversation. Yeah. When they're pra- when they're in praise of, of it. And really, you know, for me, I've come to realize and come to feel into the comfort of my truth in saying, in honestly saying, it's not me as a person, a personality who does anything. It's the more that I allow the light to fill me, the creator, the source, then that is who gets the credit because that's what's flowing through. Yeah, that's right. That's how I have it too. It's like the thing flows through me. I'm not doing anything. It's all being done through me and for me. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And that takes off that whole pressure of, oh, don't say that. Don't say, because if somebody now, now I say, oh my gosh, if somebody says you're so amazing and the work that you've done has changed my life, I say, thank you. That's spirit working through me. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. The other day, somebody was giving me a praise in, in an experience that I had and And I thought to myself, I'm like, I didn't do anything. All I did was, all I do is listen. That's it. (laughs) I listen and I go where I'm led. And that's how I ended up here. It's the listening and the trusting. And then also the, um, but because then, and then on the other hand, and, and, and we are human beings in a human body, having a human experience with personalities and likes and dislikes and needs and, and wants and desires and, it's the marrying of those two energies so that the ego, so that the wants and the desires are become more in alignment with what my, 
my spirit wants, what my soul wants. And the way that I have it and the realization that I've come into feeling into is that, and I shared this with Celia a couple weeks ago, that I said, oh my gosh, it feels to me like the brain, the head brain, uh-huh. that I've been so obsessed with being my rational intellectual your intellectual mind. Self, my very brainy self who mm. likes to research and likes data and facts. But this part of me, I've come to realize everybody, the human brain is really purely neutral. And that if we don't, which is why the instructions from Jesus or Yeshua in Aramaic and in the Bible, keep your brain busy, keep your thoughts busy, think on these things. They get there's instructions of what to think about, what to focus on, what to concentrate on. And there's a reason for that. And that's if we don't, we get monkey mind and our ego runs amok. And then there's no stillness and there's no silence and there's no peace. Because we're separated and we're fragmented in all those areas that we're thinking about and obsessing about or worrying about. And trust me, I have had my fair share of all of those spaces. It's just not how I choose to run my life at this particular time. Right. Which is a huge adjustment. Yeah, and that's not to say that it's an easy adjustment. It and, is not. You know, somebody asked me this morning. It hasn't been easy. They're like, how do you know or how do you get there? I was having this conversation. Oh, interesting. Or how, how do you, you get know? There? And how do you get there and how do you know when you're there? And There so, is no there. And I said, there is we no there. We only have this present moment. This is it. But then I said, specifically, are you talking about outgrowing negative habits that you know are detrimental? Yes. And I said, you only get there by being in practice every day, every day. And then one day, all of a sudden, it will feel like and it'll seem like your bad habit is an old pair of shoes that you no longer want to put on. Well, you can't wear it anymore. Right. Whatever it is. And like, that's clothes. Sometimes it's clothes. Sometimes it's shoes. Sometimes it's hanging out with people. Right. It's like all of a sudden there's an energetic shift. It's an energetic shift. Because there's been a new mapping and it happened at a cellular level. Right. In the consciousness. Right. And it's like you just can't do it anymore. And it all starts with the practice. And it takes time to rewire the brain and the neural pathways. It takes time to rewire ourselves cellularly and... To gradualness. It is a gradualness and, and, but... It can also happen in the twinkling of an eye if you have a radical perspective shift all of a sudden, like a near-death experience or a, a, a catastrophic diagnosis, That's that right. things like that help people like instantly change. Well, it's a recalibration yeah. and, and it happens and it's a paradigm shift at the same time. Paradigm shift. That's it. The whole thing. Yeah. I've had all of that. I, mean, <laughs> like, like, I prefer I slow had. and gradual personally. Well, yeah. And here's the thing about that, right? Like... I've been doing my own personal study um, about just like preparing the body for the shift, preparing the body for the shift. And I have an extensive oil practice um, and bathing ritual that I do pretty much every day in some form or other. And I also coach people on how to do it for themselves. This Mm -hmm. is part of what flows through me because I know, right? Like I know how to do that because I've done it. And, and that's the beauty of like being within our practices. Each one of the practices that we bring through us have helped us in some magnificent way to get closer to spirit in order to be the conduit 
for the energetics to flow because we're energy and that's, that's it right there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so I find it to be quite beautiful and in, in witnessing as as well as being in my own practice because when I'm in my work, when I'm being my work. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Just being the work. Being the work. That's right. And being, being the, the result of the work. And Ooh. this is the thing, right? Like sometimes people ask me, what do you do? And I'm like, the work. Well, I guess <laughs> I don't even have it as work anymore. It's I just know. part of how I care for myself. And how I mm. monitor myself and how I say no to what's in front of me that I, um, when I don't like it, voicing that I'm like, this doesn't work for me. Or And we just had this beautiful experience in this growth, this soul, this, this heart opening growth and the healing of old stuff so and much. the the clearing of energy that arises. And it, this is the beauty of having conscious relationships. Oh, also, indeed, because guess what? What? When we love each other, when we're in our loving, we can say anything we want because we know it's the truth and we have the proper lenses of perception to be able to see if what is being in front of me is actually reflected to me as something I get to look at deep within myself or ignore or a projection. Yeah, or just yeah. understand that it's just something that's being projected. And right. you could speak to that too. Like it just opens up so much beauty inside of ourselves for us to one, observe ourselves and yeah. how we show up in a relationship mm. or and where it might be sticky. Yes. If it is sticky. And to even notice that, and this is what I thought was so magical about our experience that we had oh, yeah, so with good. the with my Heidi action my Heidi business. And then, <laughs> whatever, what'd you say you call your little self? I call my little self Tutu. Tutu. Yeah. So Heidi and Tutu decided that they were just going to, they were going to meet each other. We were on the dance floor doing the tango. And we were like, <laughs> oh yeah, Tutu. And she's like, oh yeah, Heidi. And so, <laughs> oh yeah, Heidi. Let me show you this move. <laughs> but what happened in all of that was that Love. I got to examine this part of myself in a really real authentic way me too and that is so invaluable in a conscious relationship that's right this is what relationship how relationships work real ones we don't leave each other on the dance floor dancing alone yeah we actually utilize the opportunity to uplift and expand one another and that and that takes courage i notice from mm-hmm. my own experience mm-hmm. Like you asked me some really pointed questions that allowed me to go deep inside to get to the crux of the issue of what I really desired, which was what this This chapter chapter. was about. And we were working the work. Me too. And me too. I was facing the same thing because as Mm -hmm. I'm, as I was making a choice and that's like, everything's a choice. Yeah. We're always a choice. And if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. There's never been more correct words in a lyric ever. Ever. (laughs) As that sentence. For me, it was this choice of, okay, and I'm speaking about the dream of Vibrazer that I had awoke with, that I knew it wasn't just me involved in this thing, right? And I'm 
I love being in community, but I also am very controlling and like to be in my own, my own little bubble of things I can control, my sphere that I can control. And mold to what you want. And mold to what I want. How you want it. How I want it. What I want it to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and then inviting, knowing in the dream, first of all, I saw it that I wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. So I knew that there were going to be collaborators with this event. What you had said. Right? Yeah. From day one. From very, like, very, very beginning. I was like, it's me and a bunch of people. I don't know who they are yet. I frankly said that. I have no idea who these women are, but I know they're showing up. So, of course, it was Celia. <laughs> and then, and you know, we've only met. We're coming up on our one-year friend anniversary, So, we yeah. haven't been friends all that long, even though people see us and they're like, you guys have, must have known each other forever. So, I invited Celia to be a collaborator in Vibrazer. And then the Mamuse sisters are, uh, are yeah. collaborators in this event and showing up and performing and bringing their hearts and souls and their consciousness. And this was conjuring up so much fear, not in my conscious mind, not in conscious me. It was in the subconsciousness. Completely in me my unconscious. And it was happening for me too. Yes. It was happening for both of us. Yes. And then we were like, what is this resistance? What is happening? Yeah. And we had this beautiful, we took a few days apart of to digest and think and and journal and do whatever you're bathing and you're boiling and my drumming and my chanting. <laughs> oh no, I was singing too. I was singing. I'm like, I can't. You know how you? Um, I don't know if you've had this experience, but there's like where you know you haven't imagined it. You didn't imagine it. Say more. Well, like in the experiences, like you know, the thing that you're creating is so magical. Yes, it's yes, so. Yes, yes. If there's like there's an oh, just talking about it, my heart is like oh. Oh, so that I'm speaking to it. It's a cellular certainty that's above yes. the conscious mind that I is telling you I got to do it. Yeah, I and I can't not do it, and right. it's just like okay. I, sometimes I have to say something. This how it shows up for me. I have to say something that I'm not going to necessarily want to say. But I have to say it. And like the words are specific. They come in a specific order. There's, a, or I have to go somewhere. Like I've been told to go to Texas. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm gonna, I gotta go to, you gotta go to Texas. You gotta get up right now. You gotta go right now. I mean, I get that. Right. And I can't not listen. It's a knowing. And it's a have to do it. Right. And so, that's what this event has been. Yes, I know that. Yeah. And then me too, in the like, standing in it, standing beside. Heidi doesn't get to run away. And neither does Tutu. And I actually said, I was, so I had a complete meltdown, so which I shared. Funny. I don't think I shared my meltdown on my last episode about the shadow. Uh -huh. I talk about all this shadow. I love that you did that. So but great. in the recognition that everything's a choice. It is. And this is a calling, right? This is answering the soul's calling. It, that's the thing. It's the call. It's the call. Oh, I have the chills. And this energy that we, that the planet is shifting into vibrationally right now, a lot of people are feeling... A soul call. They're feel yeah. they're experiencing an awakening. Mm -hmm. Their eyes are opening to different ways of seeing that they didn't before, and ways of being, and ways of being. Yeah, and it can be really disorienting and very scary. And all of those, all of those uh, mechanisms that we've built up over time through our childhood, when we were told that that we are not okay, that who you are needs to change. Or you have to be different. Or you have to order, be different to or be accepted. To, exactly. Well, and this is what I loved about, what, for me, what happened in, in our exchange was just like, it was hitting all of my, do I belong? Am I, and 
and like the ways that I have self-rejected in the past came up and I'm like, oh wow, I could see myself like from this, I was like, oh gosh, we got to talk about this. I have, and I have to say it because it's my work. That's my work to do, right? And and we all belong everywhere all the time. This mm-hmm. is the thing because we're the isness. We're not the body. Right. We're the isness. Right. And so this work is really about choosing to step into your heart expansion, to step into your awakening, to step into love, who you are truly, <laughs> your real self, your higher self that wants to flow down into the body because we are ascending as a planet frankly i mean you can't you can't ignore it it's truly happening well i'm not ignoring when i'm not ignoring it well i'm, when, I'm by you i don't mean you oh, personally oh. i mean i mean you as people yes we don't get to <laughs> ignore it and you know i love um i just love that whole experience because it does reflect everything that we learned in chapter like we're cracking up that everything that we learned in chapter five that we read came we experienced yeah and especially this part, this surrender, surrender, the cultivation of the recognition that your happiness, your true happiness, can be found only in the submission of your will to the will of God. For your will has been in conflict and struggle and limitation. The Father's will is that you live without conflict in peace and joy, fulfillment and happiness. It's called bliss. And that can only happen through balance. That's, that's actually what that is. So to balance it out inside. And balance can happen in a lot of different ways. And for me, it's it was about, well, changing my mind. And we'll do a whole other topic now about all the things that I've discovered about the unconscious and the subconscious and the different levels of self and how to, how to heal them and work with them and release them. That's a whole episode in itself. That is, a, that is absolutely. Especially the little one that lives inside that wants to ride... Um, that wants to ride in the front seat and be the driver when really little sweet thing belongs in her chair with buckled her in. <laughs> buckled in in and just like having the awareness of when that is coming up and it's so beautiful to be in relationship with you because we have the same languaging we can talk about these things and in, in a way and even if we don't that we're willing to have the conversation mm-hmm. because honestly all we need is a willing heart. That's it. Because that is allowing divine will to come through the will of man. And as the, you know, as the consciousness is changing and the planet is changing and we're moving from me, me, me consciousness to community. We, we, we. Collaboration. <laughs> we. And how, you know, what are my gifts and talents? What's my zone of genius? Mm-hmm. And recognizing and realizing that I don't have to do all things. No. You need to do nothing. It said so. But then if, I, if I'm if i trying to do all things and it doesn't invite another person to step up and be in their zone of genius. That's right. And we hold space for one another in our zones of genius. Yeah. Because honestly, I can't do all the things. I can't do it the way I used to do it. I, I found an old, um, I used to keep a handwritten diary, like a day timer of everything that I was doing literally by hour. And when I saw that thing, I cracked up because I kept myself so scheduled. I was so unhappy mm-hmm. that I would never leave myself any space to do anything. And spot, any still so time. There was no still time. I was always in my doing this and always in mm. my got to get this done, got to get this done, masculine push, energy. push, push. Yeah, lots of masculine energy. And and I had to be masculine as a little kid in order to like survive the things, right? So yeah. it's like if I didn't do it, I, it didn't get done or yeah. I went without or... 
something would not be um, stable in my environment, but I don't need to operate like that anymore. In the energy of, you know, knowing that the brain gets triggered in three ways, fight, flight, or freeze. Yes. What do you do? Um, well, I used to fight a lot. Or what does your, your little child do? What was your, you were a fighter? Um, only if I needed to fight, right? Like sometimes I would freeze. It would depend on how the energy would show up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And sure sometimes just like run away. Yeah. My, I've always been run. Yeah. yeah. I, can, I can run away. I, you know, so I, in the way that my little one would like protect herself, she would go into a closet and like be all martyry and. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And like all neglected mm-hmm. and just like poor mm-hmm. little sweet thing. You know, I don't feel that way anymore. It's yeah. more of. Um, having integrated that part of me through through my own work and my own journey, I can tell when I feel the way I feel. And then I question myself. I ask myself a series of questions in order to get down to the thing. Or somebody will say something to me that will cause me to go inside. I'm no longer outside referencing. I'm inside referencing. Right. And these are different things. That's I'm not the growth looking, right there. Yeah, exactly. People can have their opinions all day long about what they think or whatever. But at the end of the day, what comes down to it is what I'm being told inside of me and what is informing me and trusting that to lead me. So you said you ask yourself a series of questions. Is this, are these a set process of questions or just depending on the circumstance? It depends on the circumstance. But sometimes I ask myself, why am I so disturbed? That's a question. What, why am I disturbed? Because that's my piece, right? I'm out of balance. Mm. Back to the balance. Like so what how happened I hold, that disturbed you? Yeah, I'm like, what came in to my sphere, right? Because mm-hmm. it's my, it's land. Yeah, you're in Celia bubble over <laughs> I'm there. Celia yeah. land. I'm like, how am I, I'm like, and if what Ron says is true, how I relate to the issue is, is the, the issue. issue. Then I get to ask myself, the question's really showed up for me about five or six years ago, this, this path of healing for me of like asking myself why I'm upset, where, do, and where does it hurt inside my body mm-hmm. and what needs my attention and what inside me needs my attention. And then, you know, depending upon where that shows up inside of me is how I decide I'm going to treat myself, literally treat myself. So self-care practice, it's a total self-care practice. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that you have a series of questions and then go into a self-practice. Always a self-practice because if I can't touch on it myself, I can't heal it. We are self-healing beings. This is the truth of the matter. I mean, we're taught that we need pills and sometimes we do. I'm not saying that. Yeah. That in order to like get our mind right, but really it's getting our heart right. We get our heart right. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like, where did I break my own heart in this? I'm going to just cry. Where did I break my own heart? And how do I make it up to myself now? How do I write that place for me now? Mm -hmm. That has been my constant work since my sister died. It's been, it's been 12 years. Well, and that's one of the things that I shared with you this morning in a text that I just love and appreciate about our friendship. And it's more than a friendship, our relationship so much that, that you've helped me open and expand my heart because that's been, that's been spirit new. Like in order to be the woman who 
forges forth to do all the things that are necessary to be about God's business, which is creating this event and seeing what I saw that the impact that it would have, I had a lot of work to do. And that work had to do with opening my heart Mm -hmm. and not, and when I say opening my heart, I don't mean to other people. I mean, opening my heart to me. Yeah. Oh, and this is the game right here. The tenderness and the compassion that we, and the self-forgiveness that we give ourselves gives us so much space in order to bring in more. Mm. This is the expansion right here. This is the, that's when everything that's ever transpired, whatever the event is, has so much personal currency inside of ourselves and how we regain our own personal integrity. Mm. That's exactly it. And so I was able, thanks, you know, being such dear friends with you and our conversations that we have every day that are not like, hey, Celia, how's the weather over on five, you're five miles from my house? How's your weather over there? We don't have those kinds of conversations. We, we like dive deep every day. Every day. Every and, day we're in it. It's and great. I love that. And I appreciate it so much because it's helped me grow so much this year. Well, for me, it's been like the bringing of the aliveness inside of me out again, because honestly, that was the part, right? Like I really hear your call to my authentic voice being heard in the world and allowing myself to be held and cherished and cultivated in that same way with the growth in the way that you show up, like your modeling is magnificent and, and it gives such people so much freedom to just like be, and that's the part, right? Like we all want the same things. At the end of the day, we all want the same thing. Yes, we do. And I wrote this down just the other day in a journal. And when you said that, it just triggered it to me. And I said, I said, um, the problem is, I think I wrote this down when we were talking the other day, was that I said, oh my gosh, my problem is that I've self-rejected. Yes. When what I've really needed is self-recognition. Yes. So that I could have, and I wasn't, oh, so I could be recovered. Yes. And restored. And restored. Exactly. And I... I so resonate with that because honestly, if we're always looking outside for the recognition, right? Yes. We're not actually being present. Or authentic. Yeah. We're molding and modeling ourselves to fit the circumstances and the people that we're around. And the opinions of others. And that's that's the thing that's got to go. Mm. Like I, this year I let go of the identification of my body as my anything really honestly yeah it's been and that's been like a journey my whole life like could I possibly be white enough no (laughs) could I possibly be black enough no I just get to be you all that is and and right (laughs) like that that's it and there's so Mm. much freedom in that but that came through excuse me um that came through all of the singing and dancing in the woods that we've been doing, which is why I'm so excited for Vibrazer because we're bringing that vibe <sighs> into the experience, into, right? So people can feel so it. So people can feel it because it works. It does work. And we are energy we and are energy. we are connected. It's the connectivity and the staying in that really expands the loving. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't need my body to like be representation of like connection. I can connect Okay, this is so fascinating because you're you're like disidentifying with the body as identity of who you are. Right. And I'm re-entering my body. You are. As 
a temple yeah, for my temple. divinity. Yeah, yeah. So even just that recognition of um, yeah, that disidentification for my body and always saying I hate my body, but I need to take care of my body and I love mm-hmm. to exercise and I love to dance and I love to do all these fun things that I wouldn't be able to do if I wasn't, wasn't in a body. Yeah. So, and then you saw me come back to my body. I did. I witnessed it. It was wild. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Through a breathwork practice and um embodiment right so it's like the embodiment when so i'm in my body yeah but i'm not attached to my body and i don't identify with my body those are different things yes 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 my ego is attached to my body Mm, yeah yes and so i spent like the last year and a half I think you met me in my process of like falling in love with myself yeah, and just allowing myself to just be who with God, with who God wanted me to be with mm. and just allowing myself the freedom to say, okay, I don't have to do anything. You need to do nothing. I need to do nothing. And then it showed up <laughs> in this book. I was like, what? Cause I haven't read this book. No, no. And I love that we didn't even dive into the chapter and we'll do that on our next podcast. But, um, because well, this, this is our recap. I have this as our recap. It is our recap, but it's also talking about the work and about the Vibrazer event and about this whole culmination of this event and having. So when I woke up from this dream, literally woke up at night. And so then I had, and then I started telling everybody about it. I'm like, you did. I'm like, I'm going to do this. This is going to happen. I, I have this vision for this event. I don't know when. I don't know where. I don't know how. I'm not an event planner. I don't know any of this. I have no idea of the how. This is what I didn't know. I didn't know that I was then going to begin the deeper work of becoming the woman who would step into being the woman who could facilitate. And I'm not even saying that I'm the creator of it. I'm like, the dream was downloaded to me and now I'm facilitating it. And I'm calling in all the people. Right. That can support you. I'm calling in the people. Well, not who can support me, who can support the vision. Because it's way bigger than just me. I understand. Right. So I'm yeah. like, this was not, this is not about me. This is about, and I think that interesting that spirit would choose me to have this download to knowing that I dislike being on a stage. I dislike being the person in the front. I can do this for everybody else all day long. And so spirit was like, okay, well then do it for me. Right. And so, but, but then I was like, okay, then I'm the conduit. Mm-hmm. But so then I really had to start doing the work of, and I didn't know I was doing the work. And that's the part. I didn't know I was doing the work either. <laughs> no, I didn't know that I was doing the work so of becoming yes. the woman who will sit on a podcast and say that not my will, but thy will, will be done yeah. through me for the world in service, believing that this image that I saw in this dream. So in the dream, I was on a stage there was a group of women with me, there was music. And when I looked out, there was just as far as the eye could see people. And everybody was just chanting one note, ah, and holding an intention of love and peace. And I could see, I looked up from the people and I could see the sacred geometry of the cymatics being sent out onto the quantum field. I could see them being imprinted. Well, that's our connection. Yes. I mean, when you... I- I, I can see it too. I know. So then when I, I remember telling you, well, let me finish telling the vision so people get it and, and can hopefully feel mm. the energy of that 
wave because everything is energy. We now know that we live in a quantum field that is conscious, that responds, that that sits in a state of potentiality until something comes along and decides and collapses it into a possibility. And when we, and then there's also an energy called a tipping point yeah. that when enough things, enough people, enough, something happens that yeah, it pushes something it. over the edge, That's we right. change it. And I saw literally this. We have that as, we as do. our power. We do. And I saw it in this vision, the, the imprint of all these cymatics just rippling out across the planet and then forming this big wave. And I was like, whoa. Yeah energy wave it was an energy wave right. and so that's become the mission it's like yeah. it's a cosmic wave of love and that mm-hmm. people who aren't in the awakening process or who are just beginning to be in the awakening process mm-hmm. when they're hit by the energy wave of love they're like oh, something's happening yeah and my heart is opening it's right and i didn't realize that the heart opening part of it for me not not for others again, because I can love everybody else all day long. But the mm. the but the loving each other without attachment, mm. loving each other without expectations, loving somebody purely, purely authentic love can only happen when you truly, purely, authentically love and respect yourself. That's right. And yeah. you, you helped me to get to this place. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for telling me. Thank you for sharing it. And thank you for sharing it with the listeners. I'm moved by you it's the work i know (laughs) and that now 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 i am the woman who has called in amazing freaking people (laughs) because the vibration is there the resonance is there Mm -hmm. that i told celia about the idea and she's like yes let's do it yeah and now celia is 100 percent in helping collaborating a collaborative partner yeah in this event i mean and we're doing it and and it's being done for us it's, in in yeah. ways it's being done for us and because we need new nothing except for listen <laughs> and don't ask how and not not the how and then yeah. activating our network so it's just like okay every single i didn't know that every single thing i had ever done prior to getting here in terms of philanthropy work you know and i haven't done any philanthropy work in a long time that i would consider like earth-shattering. However, I have been building my communities and and that unto itself is is unto me, right? Like it's yeah. you unto me and me unto you. And it's being able to be in the relationship with myself with other people and allowing that to to open. Mm. Yeah, because we can't be all the the one always doing the giving. We get to be in the receiving as well. Yeah, and this work is about being a part of the tipping point. Yeah. And creating that stopping focusing on the news, stopping focusing on the problem, stopping focusing on all of the the darkness that frankly is in the world right now. And I will say that there's only so much darkness in the world right now because there's so much light in the world right now. That's right. And also too, like if we're putting our attention on the light, you know, that's how we am- Embrace the darkness. Yeah, we don't get afraid of it. If we go outside and stand in the sun right now, and we're turning and we're looking at the sun, our faces are toward the light. Yeah. Versus if I turn my back on the light, then I'm facing my shadow. Yeah. And I'm walking in my shadow and I'm 
I'm only in the shadow. I only see the, see the shadow. That's right. And so it's really a choice mm-hmm. of turning toward the light. And if a person doesn't, maybe a person, somebody listening feels like there's just a lot of darkness in their life right now, then the invitation is to ask, ask your, your higher self to show you yeah. where's the light in this. Well, and that's the other thing is that there is light inside of those dark places. 100%. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, we're mm-hmm. talking about people who really know. I've come from a, a place of mm-hmm. almost committing suicide from being that lost in the dark. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Wow. So all of this was to say that this is the work. It's the work of of clearing out your old traumas, your old stories, your misidentifications. All the misidentifications, all the misunderstandings, because honestly, that's what our thing could have been was this giant misunderstanding Mm -hmm. and then we'd be in sabotage mode. So hot. Yeah. And it's literally that delicate life is so delicate and we can be trusted with delicate things. We can. And this is proof. We're (laughs) we're the proof of the work. I guess that's the deal right there. We are the proof of the, of the work and results. I'm feeling a, a, I'm feeling like a, a feeling in my in my heart. I'm mm-hmm. feeling, oh my gosh, I'm not thinking. I'm feeling that there's a couple of people listening who are feeling really called to be collaborators in yeah. the event in Vibrazer. So if you're, I'm sure, if you're feeling that, mm. this is your call to action. It to is your call out. to action to be in your being and go on Vibrazer.com. There's a, a contact page. And you can, and it says, let's collaborate. And we mean it. Like we do mean it. It's a true, somebody's here. Do you feel it too? Yeah. Well, it showed up a bit ago and yeah, I was like, what is that? And, and then you're going to voice it. And then I'm like, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I felt so, it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just sense that there's somebody who's wanting to be a part of it. Yeah. And so I, I personally invite you to, we. well, I'm saying from my point of view, <laughs> and then you, I can't speak for you. You speak for you. I, I feel like if somebody wants to collaborate that I'm a hundred percent open to having a conversation with them and you, I am as well. Perfect. And it's that simple. Yep. We need not make it difficult. We need not make it difficult. <laughs> I'm feeling complete for this episode. I am too. Thank you for listening and to our process and, and just holding with us in the vision of what this work is and how important it is for Vibrazer to just be in the world and, (laughs) and that we're, we're doing this together and we're doing it together and we had to get over ourselves and you might need to get over yourself too. Yeah, it's God's business. It's not our business. No, like no, I'm very no. clear about that. No. And so funny. I heard a beautiful like okay, so when we say God, that used to trigger me so much. And then I heard I read the other day, uh, in my divine science ministry studies, they word God so many different ways, it's hilarious. Oh, there's so many different words right? for it. But then yeah. what they called it was infinite love. And, and it I is loved that. It is infinite the infinite love. love. The IL. The IL. Meets the AI. I was like, oh, I could get behind the infinite love. I am so with the infinite love. Yeah. Yeah. In the infinite love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We are about the infinite love's business. Yes. In the realization that that this energy is literally everywhere. We breathe it in. We breathe it out. We're all a part of it. We're all swimming in it. We all 
We all contribute to it. We all create in it. We create with it. We affect it. That's right. Yeah. I know that to be true. Me too. Me too. All right. Well, thank you for listening. We love you. Yes, we do. Thank you for listening to We Woke Up Like This. If you enjoyed this content, please like, share, and subscribe, and leave a review on our website, wewokeuplikethis.com. And we invite you to come activate the world with us at our inaugural event, Vibraiser. Our mission is one billion voices raising the vibration of the planet to love. And our vision is to create a cosmic wave of love that ripples around the world and out into the cosmos. Your voice and your energy matter. Come participate in this divinely inspired event that is part ceremony, part concert, part dance, all All joyful joyful and fun. It is 122.23 in Mesa, Arizona, and you can find tickets at vibrazer.com. And this first event is featuring the amazingly talented Ma Muse and, for our conscious dance party, DJ Taz Rashid. See See you there. there. Thanks for listening. Bye.